the hard shoulder. All new Stoke. With the all new Nissan Juke. The coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Good evening to you. It's the hard shoulder, Mark Hagney, and for Kieran Cuddihy. Now, gambling has uh, taken over as the fastest growing addiction in Ireland. Collectively, we placed more than 10 billion bets, or did place more than 10 billion bets last year. And joining me to discuss the impact uh, lockdown has had on this illness is psychotherapist and director at cme.ie, Enda Murphy. Enda, good evening to you. Thank you for joining us uh, for the Hello, check. Um, you yeah. are on record as saying that. Gambling is the addiction that worries you the most. Why? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If there's one addiction that frightens me more than others, it's actually gambling. And whilst other addictions are as damaging, they're much more insidious. So, insidious. so no matter what you do with other addictions, it will take you some time to go maybe from start to bottom. It'll take you a couple of years to get there. Not so with gambling. And as a therapist, I have unfortunately seen people lose their business, their house and their car all in one night. And unfortunately with families, I remember one case of a mother who had no idea that her husband had a gambling problem until the bailiffs turned up one door to find that he had little gambled he had gambled away the house and he had actually left the night before and she was left to pick up the pieces she had no idea that was going on and unfortunately the thing about banks is they're not addiction counselors they had no interest in the fact that the husband had a gambling problem all they wanted to know was this is the house and this is how much is actually owed so it is actually more frightening and as you said it's the fastest growing addiction I kind of I, a lot of the work I do through the CME program is uh, with p- teaching parents about uh, you know how to sort out their, their own kids. But well, like I remember having this uh, teenager come to see me, and you know this was an A class pupil. You know he wasn't some kind of he. You know mm-hmm. he had intelligence and himself and his friends. And of course, I asked the usual question. I says, you know, drugs and alcohol. And he looked at me as if to say, you know, drugs and alcohol are just so 20th century. You know, they had no interest in them. And amongst young people, drugs and alcohol use is actually going down. Unfortunately, what we found in a survey in 2018 is that they're all gone on to online gambling now. And it's actually 25% of male teenagers are gambling mostly online. So if you're in a school with about 30 pupils, you can be guaranteed that 25% of them are gambling online. And I've spoken to people who are in the kind of the betting industry and who have worked in, you know, kind of setting odds for books and everything like that. They said it's actually frightening the, the, the level of type of betting you can actually do. And unfortunately, you know, it's especially with males, it's a stra- they, they prefer a strategic thing they prefer to bet in a game to work out the odds there's mm-hmm. a real skill involved in it and we think that the reason is that the actual it's coming on is that it's the adrenaline rush the kids are getting that they're they're progressing from online computer games to gambling addictions and unfortunately that's what's happening okay uh, um, now uh, before we get into uh, um, um, some other details um yeah. the the part of the growth and i'm assuming yeah. that obviously yeah. lockdown and covid and the pandemic have yeah. uh, because we've been locked in with nothing to do people have been going up the walls trying to find something else to do and you know people are just trying it out and then suddenly finding they liked it or you know they get the bug or whatever but th- there's a different psychology behind why men and women gamble on and indeed what they gamble on. Exactly. So men are more inclined 
to bet on strategic games, go yeah. to the bookies, they bet on horses and they bet on football games. Women are much more attracted to games of chance. So the games might be gone, but they definitely the gambling actually hasn't. So because women are juggling multiple roles, they don't have time to go to the race, they don't have time to go to the bookies. There's an anonymity about it. And they can do it 24 hours a day. When the kids are gone to bed, they can go online and they can actually gamble to their heart's content. So the actual nature of the types of gambling that goes on and the way and the things people gamble on is different to men to women. And listen, internet gambling is like a bookie shop on steroids. <laughs> it literally is. I've seen it going on so f- so much and I've seen people, the, the variety and different types of betting you can actually do and actually online slot machines and the way it's been targeted as y- at young people. And we have evidence over the years of, do you remember years ago you had play cigarettes which were designed to get you onto real yeah, cigarettes? Yeah, I do remember them. White with a little Fine. pink tip. Fine. Well, Google skin betting, all right? The term skin betting when you get offline, because I remember doing a thing with the Sunday Times some years ago where internet companies are attracting young kids to to gamble like kind of online chips in these online games kind of thing. And then, of course, once you get them young, you have them for life. And that's um, where it's going. Okay. I, I talk, talk to me about intermittent reinforcement. What's that? Oh, right. It's a very, very posh term. Now, Uh, To understand intermittent reinforcement, you know, most people think how you train somebody to do something is that if I want Mark, all right, to to kind of get a gambling addiction, then what I'll do is, is that I'll give you the kind of, I'll get you to gamble, I'll give you a reward, I'll give you a gamble, give you a reward. And we think if you go on doing that, that then all I have to do is take the reward back and you'll be you will kind of continue gambling. You won't. If you're winning every time and then suddenly you lose, you'll suddenly cop on and say, oh, there's no gain on this. I'm giving it up. So intermittent reinforcement is how it works. What I do is, is that the more you gamble, I give you a reward until such time as you've associated gambling with the reward. Now what I do is, is that the more you gamble, the less times I give you the reward. So what happens is, is that I condition your brain. And remember, these these internet gambling companies are absolutely geniuses. They have higher behavioral psychologists in the addictions. All right. So what happens is, the less times you actually win the more times you're compelled that the win will be after the next bet, after the next bet. And you only have to win something small about once every 20 or 30 times for you then to be compelled to keep betting, 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 looking for the win. And you're unable to stop. At that stage, you've gone down a rabbit hole that you've gone from what's called, you know, like I like to bet on the Grand National. I'm sure you like an El Flutter yourself. But when you go down this rabbit hole, you've developed into what's called an obsessive compulsive disorder. You have started a ritual that it is impossible to stop. And you keep going, 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 looking okay. for that elusive win. And uh, very quickly, um, um, and I'm sorry to rush you through this, but you can yeah, go no faster problem. than anybody else yeah. I know. What do you do if you believe that your partner or, or is gambling or if you have a problem? I am... Um, Right. If you have a, think you have a problem, the first person is you'll be the last one who thinks he has a problem. But if you finally realise I do have a problem, you alone can do it, but you can't do it alone. You can't give it. You can try and you can try and give up gambling. Try white knuckling it, but you'll just go through agony until you go back gambling mm. again. So the first thing you need to do well, it's is much more likely that a partner will recognise that that they that somebody else has a problem rather than you will do it. You you will either have to be confronted with it or hit rock bottom. With, but with for somebody who has to live with this, what do they do? 
with drugs and alcohol, everybody else would know. With gambling, yeah. it's the opposite. You, they probably won't know. So the first thing is, if you suspect your partner's gambling, the first thing is, is that you have to act now. It's better, you know, most people think, oh God, I have to be able to prove it before I confront them. But it's much better to risk losing an argument than risk losing your house. So act now. The second is, if you go to your partner, you don't have to say that you're convinced there is a problem, but you do need to be convinced that there isn't a problem. Now, every addict, when confronted, no matter whether it's drugs or anything like that, is in such a state of denial, they'll go to extreme lengths that they are right and you're wrong. And we've all heard it. It's gaslighting. It's your fault that they are the way you are. So use your common sense and just follow the money. Now, when you start to do something about it, the first thing you have to realize, the gambler is powerless over the gambling. You are powerless over the gambler. So your first thing, you've got to remember the four C's. I didn't cause the problem. I can't control it. I can't cure it. And I can't change them. So once you've got to that idea, you now go into survival mode. And the first thing you do is follow the money. No matter where he's gambling, he has to be paying the bills from somewhere. So go into internet gambling, go into your bank, seek legal advice, follow the money trail. The bills have to be paid from somewhere. Talk to your confidence about the bank manager or go online. Think about that. And then what you do is is that you contact an, an organization called Gammonon. It's the organization for people who have been, who have been affected by somebody else gambling. But remember, any addiction is like getting on a lift on the 20th floor. It's going down one floor at a time every month or every year that you're doing it. Don't stay on the lift thinking it's going to go back up again. It it's does. on a one way. To, it's never does. It's going to, but and, you uh, don't have to go to the bell. You don't have to go to the I'm going to have to leave it at go. that. I'm Thanks going to have to leave it at that. Not at all. Thank you. I'm sorry we didn't have more time. Um, I, I, I know it, it is a scourge and there will be people out there going, please do more on this kind of stuff and I'm sure the programme will. Um, that was Enda Murphy there, a psychotherapist and director at cme.ie and if you have any inkling or suspicion that there may be a problem, go and get help. Do something about it because it isn't going to get any better. Uh, today's winner of the uh, competition with Harvey Norman is Rory McCauley and Dennis Gorthy. He knew that Ozzy Osbourne was the lead singer of Black Sabbath. And Rory, you will win a 55-inch uh, TLC QLED or TCL, I beg your pardon, T- TCL QLED TV and there's a €250 Euro voucher courtesy of Harvey, Nor- Harvey Norman as well. Now, there'll be another chance tomorrow and it's a Sage Bambino coffee machine as well as the voucher. That's our lot for today. Uh, my thanks to the team, Mark Simpson, Ashley Moore, Alex Russo, Roisin Davis and uh, Julia Torreno. Off the ball is up next. Have a good evening. Bye. Thank you.